Welcome back to Torah Imach and Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Mrs. Michal Horowitz. Today we will continue our study of Sefer Tehillim, Rabta Perak Chavzai in chapter 27. So in terms of Tefillah, this Perak is very famous. We begin reciting it on Aleph Elul, and we say it through the entire period of Elul, the Zman Teshuvah, through the Yamim Noram, the Sarasameh Teshuvah, all the way through the Yom Tovim of Sukkot, Chalamaid, depending on when you are. Stop, So this is a very famous capital that is uh, particularly tied to the time period of teshuva repentance. So here we go. The David Hashem To David, Hashem is my light and my salvation. From whom shall I fear? Hashem ma'oz chayai. Hashem is the stronghold of my life. From whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked ones come upon me to consume my flesh. They are my aggressors and my enemy. But with Hashem on my side, it is they who will stumble and fall. If a camp of enemy camps against me, my heart will not be afraid. If war comes upon Upon me, bezod anibotech. Once again, a recurring theme in the past few kapitach, the idea of bitachon is expressed by David Amelech, trust in the Ribbonish Olam. Here also, we are not only talking about physical enemies um, in every Pasuk so far, um, in Pasuk Beis and in Pasuk Gimel, Bekrov Alai Meriim, Les Cholas Pitzarit, Survivor Ivailim, Imtachana Alai Machanelo, Yurali B. I've translated this already. We're not only talking about physical enemies, we're talking about the person's Yetzar Hara, the evil inclination of a person that rises up to destroy him. And therefore, this capital is particularly opportune and appropriate for the time period of Teshuva when we are trying to move away from the Yetzar Hara, the evil inclination and sin, and move towards the Yetzar Hatov and Mitzvos. Now we come to Pasuk Dalet. King David says, One thing I request of Hashem, this is what I request. I want to dwell in the house of God all the days of my life. To gaze upon the pleasantness of the Lord. And to visit in his sanctuary. So this is very interesting. King David says, one thing I ask Hashem. This is what I ask. I want to dwell in the house of Hashem. To gaze at the pleasantness of the Lord all the days of my life. I now quote from Rav Aaron Lichtenstein Zatza, one of the co-Rosha yeshivas of Yeshiva Har Etzion, a son-in-law of Rav Salvechik. I'm quoting from the Sefer called By His Light, Character and Values in the Servants of God. And Rav Aaron Lichtenstein Zatza says as follows, For various reasons which a person does not always control, he may be devoting much more time to less valuable activities and to more important ones. Sometimes the nature of our life is we know that Torah learning is of paramount importance. We know that acts of Gemilas Chesed are of paramount importance. We know sheer attendance is of paramount importance. But sometimes in life, a person finds himself devoting much more time to less valuable activities. It doesn't mean forbidden activities. It just means things that are inherently less valuable. However, says Rav Lichtenstein, the test of his true priorities is demonstrated by what he would do if he could somehow be freed of all these secondary pressures. So I have to go to work and I have to go to the bank and I have to do laundry and I have to cook food. So I'm not sitting down on that, that exact moment and learning Torah. I'm not sitting down at that exact moment and learning a shir. But the test of true priority is what would you do if you could somehow be freed of all these secondary pressures? What is a person's real aspiration? For what does he truly long? Ideally, a person wants to be in a position to devote as much of his life as he can to his ultimate goals and as little time as possible to the things he does only because he has to, 
not because he wants to. There are things he does because of their inherent value, and there are things which he does because of their instrumental value. The things we do because of inherent value is learn Torah. Things we do because of instrumental value is go to work. So although we know imein kamach in Torah, says Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, quoting Pirkei Avas Per if there is no kamach, flower, parnasa, there is no Torah, this surely does not obliterate the qualitative and axiological difference between kamach and Torah. Axiology means the philosophical study of value. Just because imein kamach in Torah, we need kamach to live, we need parnasa to live, we need to do laundry, we need to be busy with the grocery, we need to be busy with taking care of the heating in the home, we need to go shopping for clothing. Oh, you'd rather be sitting in the house of Hashem learning Torah, very nice, but we need to do the kamach things in life also. Nevertheless, it does not obliterate, it does not cancel out the qualitative quality. An axiological difference between kamach and Torah. And now he quotes our chapter of one thing I ask of the Lord, who is the author of this verse, says Rav Aaron King David. Was he the model of a person who spent all his time gazing on the beauty of the Lord and frequenting his temple? He's quoting this passage. He says, who, who wrote this verse? King David. King David himself says, I want one thing, Hashem. I want to sit in the house of the Lord. I want to gaze on the beauty, the pleasantness of the Lord. I want to frequent your temple. Says Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, is he the model of a person who spent all his days sitting in the house of the Lord? Not at all. He ran a country. He commanded an army. But nevertheless, he saw himself rooted in Avodat Hashem. And his ultimate aspiration is coming close to God. So of course, King David was very busy with the Kemach of life. He had to take care of many things of Kemach in life. But his ultimate aspiration was the Torah. In practical terms, says Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, this translates into trying to find those opportunities which enable you to maximize the time devoted to the significant things in your life. This is an important consideration for a person who's choosing a career. I don't want to get involved for the moment in the question of whether you should look for a secular career or a Torah career. Even if a person, says Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, is choosing a secular career, one of the factors to certainly bear in mind is giving priority to a career which will enable him to have more free leisure time during which he can learn Torah, which he can pursue and cultivate spirituality, as opposed to a career that is more demanding of his time. This should not be the only factor, but it should be at least one factor. Other factors include society needs, where one's talents lie, what professions are inherently valuable. But in terms of one in terms of one's ultimate aspirations, we learn from King David, one should aspire to more Torah and less kemach. It doesn't mean a person should aspire to zero kemach. However, our ultimate goal in life, like King David, should be when I'm so busy with the mundane things in life, and they're important. I have to remember that my goal is really Torah, coming close to God and sitting in the house of Hashem. Since there will be no political, military, economic, or social pressure during the time of the Messiah, people will be free to devote themselves to what is of ultimate importance. King David was not able to spend all his time engaged in the one thing he requested, but that was his ultimate aspiration. And so a question to all of us remains, how should a person make career choices? How should he spend his time? As a general guideline, we should be looking for a kind of life which will enable us to devote more time to Avodat Hashem. So very important, very beautiful. When King David says, Achat shalti me'ed Hashem otav akesh, Says Rav Lichtenstein, is that all he did? Shifti bevet Hashem He ran a country. He won wars. He fought wars. He had enemies. He engaged in battle. He built your David. 
He didn't just sit in the house of the Lord. He didn't just sit in the yeshiva. But that was his ultimate aspiration. What a lesson we all have to ask ourselves as we're so busy with our lives. And we are so busy. Everywhere I go, everyone I turn to, one person's more busy than the next. What's your ultimate aspiration? If you had free time, what would you do? Continuing with Pasuk Hay, Kitz Bineni Busuko, he hides me, he shelters me, God, in his shelter. I'm in Pasuk Hay here. On the day of trouble, he ensconces me in his tent. He lifts me up on a rock. And now, I lift my head over my enemies who are around me. And because God lifts me up from my enemies all around me, because he places me on a high rock. See so many references here, by the way, to the Yamim Nora'im. The concept of Teshuvah, Shifti Bevet Hashem. So clear references and allusions to the time period during when this capital is recited as part of our daily tefillah, twice a day actually. Nesach Ashkenaz says it after Shachos and Arvis, and Nesach Svard, Jai Davin says it after Shachos and Mincha every day for more than 40 days. I will sing and I will sing to Hashem. And then a plea. And this too is a theme of the Yomim Noraim. Shema Hashem, koli akra v'chanini v'anini. Listen, Hashem, my voice calls out to you. Be merciful and compassionate. Answer me. L'cha amar li bibakshu panayt. My heart says to you, I seek out your face. We are, should always be seeing out the face of God. As panach Hashem avakesh. I'm always looking for your presence, Hashem, in my life. A plea to God, do not hide your face from me. Do not in your wrath turn me away, but rather help me. Do not forsake me. Do not leave me, the God of my salvation. Because even when all human beings have forsaken a person, no matter how much despair we feel, even if a person's closest relatives have abandoned them, once again, Hashem will gather me in. Horeni Hashem, like from the word Mora, teach me your ways, lead me on your straight paths. So it's a, it's a plea, not only for Hashem to ensconce him, for Hashem to protect him, for Hashem not to neglect him, for Hashem to always be with him, but also to lead us in the straight path, to teach us the path of Torah. Maman Shorai, because of my foes. Do not put me over into the hands of my enemy. Kikamu bi a day sheker because false witnesses have risen up against me. The Efeya Hamas, another recurring theme of King David's Tehillim, is the idea of enemies. They testify against me unjustly. And then Lule Ha'amanti, they wrote Batuvashem Be'eretz Chaim. Oh, another reference to Elul. If you look at the Baal HaTurim, to Paraklamid of Devarim, Parshus Nitzavim, Paraklamid Pasuk Vav of Devarim, the Baal Turim there says, Lule Osios Elul. The Baal Turim, commentary to Devarim, Paraglamid Pasuk Vav, quotes this Pasuk. Lule, would that I believe to see the goodness of God. In the land of the living, Lule Lamid Vav Lamid Alf says the Baal term in Devarim, Lule Osios Elo, <coughs> because in Itzavim Paraklamid it's all about Teshuva. He says Lule Osios Elo. These Lule is the same Osios, the same letters as Elo. Shame Elo Veela Charadotin Negashem. From Elo and on, I feel a sense of pachat, fear. I tremble before God. Lule Amanti. And finally, the last Pashak, Parak Chavzayin Pashuk Yedalid, Kave Al Hashem, hope to God, Chazak V'Ameitzibech of a Kave Al Hashem, hope to God, strengthen and fortify your heart, and hope to God. So I'm going to quote now the Gemara from Masechus Brachos, Lamed Beis, Amad Beis, Amar Rabbi Chama 
person sees that he prays and he was not answered. You daven, hit palel, he daven, velona na, he wasn't answered. Should he give up? Should he throw in the towel? You should go back and daven again. Shanamer, what's the proof? Ah, oh, the Gemara says here in Brachos, Kavi El Hashem, Chazak, Vemetzi Bechav, Kavi El Hashem, quotes the last Pasuk of Kapitel Chavzayin of Tehillim. What's the proof? But if a person davened, he prayed, and he wasn't answered, he should go back and pray again. Imra, Adam, Shehit, Palav, Lo, Na'ana, Yachzor, Viet, What's the proof? Our Pasuk. Because the Pasuk says, Kavi El Hashem, hope to God. And then let's hear Tfilas weren't answered. Chazak v'yameitzi becha. That's how the Gemara understands this pasuk. Strengthen and fortify your heart. And has the pasuk conclude? V'kav Hashem, go back and daven again. That's exactly what the Gemara says. That is a strong Mr. Hasko. We daven for many things. If we see that our Tfilas aren't answered, it doesn't mean we should give up. Continues the Gemara. Maseches brachos lamed beis, lamed beis, tanu rabana, and arbet suichin chizok. Now the Gemara says four things need strengthening. What are they? Torah, Maisim Tovim, Tfila, Vedarach Eretz. Torah, good deeds, prayer, and a worldly occupation. They all need strengthening. And the Gemara brings a, fr- a proof. How do you know each one needs strengthening? For purposes of our show, we're only going to be talking about Tfila. How do you know Tfila needs strengthening? Answers the Gemara, Shanemar, like the Pasuk says, Kaveh Hashem, Chazak, Vyametzibecha, Vekaveh Hashem. Hope to God. Strengthen and fortify your heart and hope to God. So we see from here two things. The Gemara Darshan's two things here. One, if a person sees he daven and his feels were an answer, go back and daven again. Don't give up. And two, this teaches us that feel needs strengthening. Hope to God. Pray. Chazak. Strengthen yourself. Take courage in your heart. Fortify your heart. And then once again, turn to God. Very, very, very beautiful, meaningful capital. So many lessons. No wonder it is uh, recited during the time period of Elul, the Yamim Narayim, the Chagi Tishwe. We have the reference to the Sukkot, Yitzbineni B'Sukkot. We have a reference to the Shofar, Azbachav Alo Zivche, Tu'ah. We have a reference to Teshuva, Lulei Ha'amanti, Osios Elul, Kavi El Hashem. We have a reference to the strengthening of our Tefilos. And ultimately, Acha Sha'altim Eis Hashem, Ota Avakei Shifti Beveit Hashem, Kol no matter what we are doing in life, we should always be focused. Our ultimate goal and aspiration is to dwell with God all the days of our life. I thank you so much for learning with me. I wish you a wonderful day. Our learning today is dedicated to Zecher Nishmat, Sonia Finkelstein, Chana Sarba, Chaim Leib, Allah Shalom, Leiden Hashem, Heaven Aliyah. I look forward to continuing our learning tomorrow. Kol Tov, and thank you to all.